What's up, dude? Can't hear you. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Do you need? Do you have headphones? Yeah, can you hear oh, me oh, now? There, there you go. There you go. You just popped yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. You were completely silent. I was like, the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why the mic just came up muted in the beginning. Like, I have no clue. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, it happens with like every third episode. It just shit just doesn't work. I've stopped trying to figure it out. Oh man, look, I feel you, man. Like, it never works, especially when you're trying to get it to work. Like, and you're like you're doing a podcast. You're like trying to get yeah. things going, and it's like. Why does this technology not work? What the yeah. hell? <laughs> yeah, dude, I got a fucking technology. I always, I shit on this is, this is a short microphone, and I always say every episode it's a short piece of shit because it doesn't fucking work. But every time <laughs> I try to use it, every time I try to use it, it, it will block out the incoming call, and I'm just like fuck this. So you know, fuck it. I'm just, I'm going pure. I just go laptop microphone. So, you work for Skynet, and you're helping build the robots that are going to kill us all. That's correct. I mean, you can't be putting my business out there like that, man. If I, if I say yes, then they're going to come and kill me. So yeah, well, I've got to say no. Okay. Um, what I'm going to say is that I'm an engineering student at Clemson, and I build robots for fun and to do um, STEM outreach. Yeah. But the Skynet thing is really where it's at. Skynet, like, that's, I just where, can't, the, that's yeah. where the big bucks are. Just yeah, exactly. Blink twice if they're there. Just, just <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, um, if uh, I do this at the beginning of every podcast, so um, I try, I find people who are interesting, and then I purposely don't look any deeper than that because okay. I want to like I want to learn I want to figure this out as I go. So because okay. I figure I want it to be like if I want it to be like a normal conversation you strike up with a stranger, and mm -hmm. I figure whoever's listening to this, they're not when I have guests on, I don't prepare questions or I don't research them or figure, you know, whatever, because whoever's listening to this, they didn't do that. So I wanted to kind of be vicariously through me. So I know you do stuff with robots and I thought that was cool and I didn't look any deeper than that. So why don't you introduce yeah, yourself yeah. and uh, let's, let's go from there. Yeah, man. So uh, my name is Aaron, Aaron Shepard, as in Alan Shepard. I'm a big, yeah, I'm a big like space and robotics nerd. I, um, Got a bit of a crazy background story, but now where I've ended up is I'm finishing a second degree in engineering at Clemson University. And um, while I was doing that, I, I really got into aerospace and robotics. We did some, I did some work with NASA, um, and now I actually have my own company where I create these robots that you can drive with your brain. What? <laughs> okay. yeah. All right. Hold on, let me let me turn the fan on. You can drive. What the hell? All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, dude. Well, you can't you can't just you can't just stop right there. So, yeah, dude. I thought you built like little. I don't know. I was. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I. That's much. That's a lot more impressive than I thought. All right. So where where do we let's start? How'd you end up doing stuff with NASA? I don't know where to start. So we're just gonna start with that. I, so long story short, I've always really been into, like, like a lot of people, I, I grew up in the 90s, I saw the space shuttles take off, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's awesome! You know, I uh, my mom actually told me this a while ago, but apparently when I was little, I'd get like a cardboard box and sit in it, and I'd be like, that's my spaceship. Yeah. And so I would like, try to go to space <laughs> in that. And um, 
So right around, I believe it was 2004, which is my, which was my freshman year of high school. I remember when they announced that they were canceling the shuttle program. And then, you know, at the time I didn't know any better. And you're hearing all these rumors that there's not going to be a space program, that there's no point. And so I I just kind of gave up on that dream. Uh I had a whole nother life, went to school. I, I got a biochem degree. I was like, um, I don't know what I want to do. I have a bunch of doctors and nurses in my family. So I was like, hey, I'll go be a doctor. Did the MCAT, got into med school, sat through that for a year. Um, I actually remember this. I was in a, it was in a health and society class or something. And I was watching um, the European Space Agency land um, on the comet. It was 67P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was watching as they were getting data back from that. And I was thinking in the back of my mind, like, man, that would be really cool if I could do that. Like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Like, I don't screw, screw saving people's lives. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't care about that. I want to send stuff to space. Like, that'd be awesome. Um, and so over my first year of med school, I just, as the year went on, I realized that it wasn't for me. And it was really starting to affect my mood. It, not that I have anything against medical training or medical education. Did, like I think it's awesome. Did, did, did I did I tell you this? Or sorry to interrupt you. Did I tell yeah. you that that I got into medical school out of college and I decided not to go? Is that yeah, dude? Okay, I'm, yeah, yeah okay. I was, I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, because that's too crazy. Yeah, sorry. Keep going. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did you did a, you did a um, year, but it was affecting your your mental state. Say that one more time. I said, I said, I said, go on. You said you did a year of it. It was affecting your mental state. It was affecting your mood. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it was really just, the stress was eating me alive. It was, um, I realized that it wasn't going to get better and you have to excuse my dog. He's barking in the background. You're fine, dude. Here, let me, let me get my dog. Okay. Okay. okay, You're fine. Say hi to the people on the podcast. <laughs> hi, Poppy. <laughs> He's like, who are these people? Dude, my dog. My dog. My dog's seventeen. He's downstairs. He's passed out. He's old as shit. But, uh, but yeah, and it was. Um, I realized that it wasn't. I, I just realized it wasn't for me, and so. After a lot of just thinking about it and a lot of counseling and um, all that, I, I decided to drop out after my first year. God damn. And that was really, really hard because, I mean, here I am, like, I knew what my life was going to be for a long time. And, and you know the process. Yeah. Like, you go through the MCAT. Yeah, and, yeah. It's, you got it all sorted out. You're like, I'm going to go to here med school. I'm going to come out in debt, but I'm going to go to residency. I'm going to be a doctor. I'll be able to pay it off. And yeah, it's, there's a certain comfort that comes with that. It's, you got it set out. And then yeah, it, you decide, oh, you know, yeah, I was going to say, and then you decide it's not for you. And all of a sudden it's like the existential crisis comes in and it's like, so what is for you? And it's like, oh shit, what am I going to do? Yeah, exactly. Yes. And like, dude, I was, um, I mean, I went through what I call my quarter life crisis because I was about 24, 25 at the time. And like, I was depressed. I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I was, I didn't talk to anybody. I, I, my, my girlfriend at the time was now my wife. Like she had to sit through and just watch me mope. And it took me like, it took me a solid year and a half, two years to really kind of come out of my depression. Yeah. And 
during that time, like, of course I had to work and I ended up working for this um, really small pharmaceutical company out in Greenville, South Carolina, and I was working nights. And so I was like, oh my God, this sucks. Like I, I'm sitting here, like I'm, I'm coming home from work at 3.30 in the morning, I'm tired. Like everything is just so lost and confusing. And I remember one night, like I, I was just coming home and I just looked up at the stars and I saw the moon and I remembered like, I, I, it just all came back to me. And I yeah. was like, oh my God, that would just be so incredible. Yeah. Um, so as I was figuring things out, um, I had, it wasn't, that didn't necessarily push me to go back in for engineering. I actually will admit that um, what pushed me to go back into engineering was I saw uh, Iron Man 1. <laughs> and yeah, no, no lie. Like, no, dude, that's I'd awesome. That's it. awesome. You'd never, oh, well that's... For Sorry. me, like if you remember in Iron Man One, that scene when I uh, it's uh, Tony Stark just gets back from the cave uh -huh. and he's building like the second version of the suit and he's got like all the holograms and he's doing yeah. the design and yeah. I was like it was just that process where you're like okay, I want to think about like this, the design process yeah. and the iteration and the creation and, yeah. and that's what made me say okay that's yeah. what I want to do with my life. That's cool as shit. And so, yeah. And I, cause Iron Man one came out, what, 2007, I was a senior in high school. I don't know how I missed that movie, but if I had saw that movie, then I'd have been like, that's it. <laughs> so, um, but needless to say, I knew I wanted to go back into engineering. And so I was applying for engineering programs at the time. And then that while I was working, I was always kind of, um, I was just really interested in space and I was really, I was always looking at NASA's websites and checking out what they were doing. And I remember thinking to myself one night, I was like, man, it'd be so cool to work there. Um, so fast forward about a year later and I'm redoing my engineering degree. I pretty much had to start from square one. So I am in college again. I'm 26 years old with a bunch of 18 year olds in my class. And I'm like, again, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing dude, with my life? This is horrible. Dude, dude, I'm, I'm 29 and I, I, uh, I enrolled in online graphic design. I've taught myself graphic design over the last three years, and I'm learning that I want to get this podcast going. But I'm I'm enrolled in there just so I can like get a job and have yeah have income. But no, dude, I'm with you. It's even though it's online, it's not in person. You know, it's always the introduction, and it's always like, all right, everyone say who you are, and it's like, oh, this is my freshman year. And I'm just like, dude, I'm almost thirty. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Here? I graduated college in 2013. No, we're you're we have yeah, I I I understand I understand the the awkward pain, the the what the fuck you just you're sitting there by yourself on the toilet sometimes and you're just like, What am I doing? <laughs> what the fuck am I doing, man? Yeah. And you're the you know the pain. You know the pain that no one else I can talk to. Because every other friend I have that got into med school, they finished and they fucking went and become doctors. So I can't relate to them, but I also can't relate to all the people that didn't slave away to get into med school. So Finally, someone that understands my pain of like, and you know, everyone's just, you know, everyone that loves you is watching you and they're just thinking like, could have been a doctor. You're <laughs> just like, yeah. And, um, I mean, not to, not to speak badly about my loved ones, but that's exactly what happened. Like yeah. there was, yeah, it, it, people were kind of salty. Like yeah, I remember yeah. my parents were like, wait, what? My grandparents were like, no, don't do it. And, <laughs> and, and you could feel like the. The bitterness. I mean, oh, one time I went back home to uh, St. Louis and I went to the church that I grew up in. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, he dropped out of med school. And I was like, <laughs> OK, 
but dude, yeah, I totally, I totally know your pain. And actually, when I read that message that you sent me, I was like, oh, me and him are going okay. Good. Yes. Be- yes. 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 Beautiful. Yes. It's you. Yeah. I mean, I was lucky. My my parents never. My parents never said anything. I, I'm, I'm extremely lucky for that. But now, ex girlfriend, I remember she graduated a year after me. So I was down at her graduation. First time I ever met her dad who was like a did like medical technology and stuff this big balling guy and i had mm-hmm. just like a couple weeks prior decided i didn't want to go to med school i'd gotten to miami and i, I remember sitting next to him through the entire graduation ceremony and he just kind of kept talking out of the side of his mouth he's like i mean you should really think about going to medical school and i was just like fuck man i just you know I don't, I don't love your daughter any less. Like, but I was just like, <laughs> dude, I have friends who are just like, dude, you could have gone to, what'd you do? Like, I'm just like, fuck. Like, it almost would have been better to just have been like failed and been a degenerate than not have gotten in and, 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 and right. then not gone. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I wish I maybe just didn't get in, but yeah, we're not, yeah. We're, we're, we're straying off into the weeds. Fucking. So you're driving back. You look up at the stars. It's that it's Iron Man. You just, kind of feel a passion for it you just that just a goal something to work towards that yeah yeah and it um and you know again it's a as much as med school wasn't for me a lot of times that pre-med there are those habits that you pick up during those pre-medical years and part of it is working towards something big and and i can't not do that i love it's the best it's the dude i interrupt a lot so interrupt me back it's fine no 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 no, no. it's natural man back and forth back and forth all right it's yeah. dude yeah but that's what i loved man was i just it's just there was you know it didn't matter how shitty it was you know I'd, I'd be walking around on campus at uga university of georgia between classes and i'd even in between classes i'd be on my phone and i'd be going through uh, organic chemistry PowerPoint slides, just flipping, just always, just I got, you know, I got a master and I got a perfect, you know, it doesn't matter if it, a 93 is an A, I want a 99. Like I, you know, shadowing yeah. doctors at the hospital, doing research, just doing everything. Cause it was like just that far distant goal. And it always felt so great. Cause at the end of a long day of studying and shitty lab partners and everything, it was just like, okay, another day in the books. And you know that you had inched a little bit closer to your goal. And for, you know, for several years after call, when I decided I didn't want to go, you said you crashed and burned or, you know, were depressed for like a year and a half. Yeah, man, I would, I was, I went down for like five or six. I just didn't know what the fuck. I had no goal. I had no goal. So, I mean, honestly, I just, just, you know, a lot of bad habits and it, you know, I started teaching myself graphic design and moved home with my parents in 2016. Mm. Not proud of that. But finally I was just like, you know what? Like. This like last December. I was like literally like eight weeks ago. I was like, you know, I've always wanted to start a podcast. And I was like, what if I just started? And dude, it has been the saving grace because it's it's just this it's this thing that I built, but it's like the long term goal. Like, can I turn this into like right. income? And it's like every day I can just see like a subscriber go up or a couple more views. And it's just it it reminds me of of trying to get into med school. It's it's yeah, gruelingly yeah. slow, but it's just like, like at the same time, you fucking love it. There's just this thing in the, and it focuses yeah. your mind. I'm working out, I'm dieting, I'm meditating again. All shit I haven't done since college. And it just, exactly, yeah. It just, it's this thing on the horizon and it just pulls you towards it. And it's, it's seductive. Yeah, that's what it is. Is, yeah. 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 All right, and, so. and for me, like, I, I've always, 
I didn't realize how much of a high achiever I was until I recently in life where I just need a goal and I need something to push for. Like I have uh, what I call Luke Skywalker syndrome where I'm always looking at the horizon because I'm always like, okay, what's next? What's next? And now it's, it's a double edged sword because um, I have to make sure that I always take a moment to enjoy what I have. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like life is about, why wouldn't you want to why wouldn't you yeah. want to go for more like yes. it's life go yeah. for it all right? yeah exactly exactly but, so um so freshman year i was or so my first year at clemson which is equivalently my freshman year again um i think i was derping around reddit or something and i remember i remember kind of putting some putting things out there like hey i'd really like to work at like a nasa or a lockheed or boeing and i did it in the engineering subreddit forum and of course somebody was like yeah we'd all like to work there get in line like you know it's reddit get like people, people being assholes yeah but it's like all right i want to see if i can pick up that message too because yeah all right but um I was in the NASA subreddit and somebody recommended that I check out the space grant. And so every state turns out has a space grant where NASA gives that state money to get students who are interested in doing NASA related projects mm-hmm. funding. Not and then they also help you get internships. So I uh, found a professor at Clemson who did some really cool uh, space robotics research. He did, actually makes like these tentacle robots. It's like, think like a Doc Ock from Spider-Man. Oh, God. And um, yeah. And so I got into that lab. I was like, look, let me in. I really just, I really want to learn. He's like, okay, yeah. Um, that next semester, he got me on a project. I was like designing this uh, flexible robot to grab satellites in space. It was really cool. Um, and that summer, he actually asked me to help out with one of the PhD students, or two of them. Um, they had built a tentacle robot, and they were taking it down to Johnson Space Center in Houston to, um, to test it on, like, the mock ISS. Like, the actual, the ISS that they train every astronaut that's flown since, like, the 90s. We were in there for three hours and we were just sitting there like trying to test our robot and making sure that I can bend into the crevices and all that. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It was it it got a little boring because, I mean, you're in this it's it's seven feet tall and maybe like 10, 15 feet long. And there are stickers of the panels of the ISS and all that. But it was just like in my mind, I was like every astronaut that has ever flown in 20 years has been in this like where I am right now. And that's just crazy. Um, So. So fast forward the next the next year, I decided to go up for a, go up and apply for a NASA internships, and I remember telling my wife, I was like, "Oh yeah, there's no way I'd get it. I'm just gonna do it just to do it." And in March, I got an email saying, "Hey, we want you to take this internship." And so, um, ironically, I, I, I kind of talk a lot. No, and I talk dude, scattered, fuck, dude, but, no, I talk more than anyone. So shut up, all right, dude. You, you're yeah. preaching to the choir. Go, just go. But. Uh, so uh, maybe like a month or two before, my wife and I, we were watching Hidden Figures, which, you know, it's the movie about the three black ladies and how they basically saved NASA yeah, yeah. and like, calculated the reentry, uh, the, the angle of reentry back, back to Earth. The astronauts would have died without them, et cetera. Um, so that took place at Langley, which is up in Hampton, Virginia. And when you know it, the email came from Langley, which is ironically the first NASA center. Like back when NASA was just oh, really? NACA. Yeah, it's the first NASA center. I didn't know that. Fucking, god damn it. 
everything goes back to the CIA. But sorry, yeah, go on, go on. <laughs> but yeah, and so um, I spent a summer up there, and it was incredible. It, I, the project that we worked on is a. Uh, it was actually it's called Urban Air Mobility, and the way I like to describe it is flying Ubers. Okay. So Uber about in 2016 they released a paper saying hey traffic in california and all these other big cities sucks so instead of trying to drive we want to fly you and so they ended up it it was like this big technical study it got funding it became this big effort and so now they want to essentially have these drones that are big enough to fit people in and they want to your uber will just fly you from destination to destination instead of driving you which is really cool jesus christ and so i it's a big it's a big deal because you're about to have a a lot of aircraft up in the air it's um the faa it's a nightmare for them and so uber is collaborating with nasa and the faa and um what my team did is we helped develop virtual reality simulations of what it would be like so we actually programmed um you know you had the vr headset and we programmed like you being in the cockpit and being able to uh, take the take the flying car off essentially drive it to the destination and then land it which was so cool jesus christ dude would that would that have been autonomous or would that have been yeah. yet to have the pilot uh no it's um the design is it's going to be completely autonomous like at first they want there to be a they want a pilot to be in the chair but eventually it'll be autonomous entirely yeah which well, that's another thing yeah that well that's i feel like you'd have to because you know uber is the draw of uber is it's a it's like incredibly inexpensive you, mm-hmm. you couldn't it couldn't be an inexpensive ride if all of a sudden you have to have a pilot for every every ride it would it would yeah it would be it would make more sense to call a cab it would right is that all right right and so um and it was i can actually i don't have the paper on me i can text it to you later but they they had price calculations and they weren't that it wasn't that terrible. Okay. And like, it's going to be more expensive at first, but eventually it will come down as the technology becomes more established and popular. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I did that. And um, once you do the NASA thing one time, it's infinitely easier to do it again. It becomes instead of like, like, instead of having to go like you go through the application yeah. but if you know the right people to call you yeah. just i essentially the next year i just said like hey i want to work on this project and the person was like yeah sure yeah and so my next project um which i just worked on this past summer we were designing these flexible robots or they're they're completely soft and the idea is that you get a bunch of soft robots together on the moon you have them in a network form structures and then another system will come and dump the lunar soil on top of them and let the soil harden, and then the robots can break down and move and form another structure. What the fuck? That's, yeah. That's insane. That's brilliant, though. That's, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, you're, so you could use the same thing again and again for a bunch of different structures as opposed to having to ship something up every single time. Because, right. I mean, it's, it's, it's insanely expensive just to get shit to low Earth orbit, let alone the goddamn lunar surface. So yeah, that's. And so, um, and then another thing too is one thing that NASA is interested in is instead of like when they built the ISS, it 
they basically had to send a whole bunch of astronauts up and have them assemble the yeah. ISS piece by piece. Yeah. And so one thing that is very popular now or an idea that they're really trying to push is called in space assembly where instead of sending up a bunch of people you send up a bunch of autonomous robots and you have them work together and to assemble whatever structure you want built mm -hmm. and so um now from a human space flight standpoint which i absolutely love that's kind of sad because it's like oh well there that's one less reason why you'd send people up but yeah. for, as a roboticist i'm like that's freaking awesome yeah yeah, well, wouldn't you also? Wouldn't it lead to more people though? Because if you could shoot some robots up there, and you know, if you could just have them, you know, if they're solar powered and they're running autonomously, or not autonomous, or you know, whatever, they're robots, not people. You could have those things constructing twenty four seven. You could theoretically, you could theoretically build a space station that could house a thousand astronauts. So. Hey. Yes, theoretically. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's definitely more. It's one of those you send less people up now, but you could send yeah. more people up later. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you're talking about the moon to Mars, which is a, um, I my personal opinion is that you should use the moon as a training ground for Mars. Then yes, you you have the robots come in, build your facilities, and then when the people come, it's all ready to go. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what they were planning for a Mars landing. Is a lot of the a lot of the landing site would be constructed long before the astronauts actually get there. Mm -hmm. But, um, but it, anyways, it was just such a cool project. And again, I, as someone who really likes um, space and robotics, being on a project like that was awesome because it's, you, you get to merge those two worlds. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's kind of, I would say that my it's it's knocking on the door of my dream job where I would love to design robotic systems for space exploration, and um, like something like the Curiosity rover or um, yeah, what else have we sent up there? Uh, uh, Opportunity Spirit. Those isn't there one going systems. right? Isn't there one going right now? The twenty twenty rover. Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, they're they're getting ready to launch it soon. Um, I think they're they're starting to name it too. I think um, they're letting they're letting students pick the name, and oh, they Jesus. they have a list, and you can vote. It's really cool. Oh Jesus! This is, it's not going to be like Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Would you now? Would you do something like? Would you ever try to work for like SpaceX? Or yes, I it, would. Okay. Um, I I'm not against that. They have a bit of a reputation i but i really yeah i, do, I don't um, know anything from, i don't know anything about i'm you, you can't he I, I don't i'm not on either side nasa spacex i don't give a shit i'm what's the reputation no, I, it, from them i what i've heard in the past and it's i i don't know anybody who's worked at spacex personally or i know someone now but she's not back yet but what I hear is they, the culture, since it's a startup, they tend to go through interns and people really quickly. Okay. All right. And I mean, you just, like, you're going, going, going nonstop. And okay. I think that's exciting, but I could also see where pe people, a lot of people will, will avoid that just because they don't the want to put themselves out. Yeah. 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 Have, have you listened to or read or I don't read, I don't read, I listen to books. Have you listened to or read? Uh, space barons no it's, i haven't dude you need to i I did like a month ago two months ago it's basically about like the race between uh bezos and musk 
but yeah, yeah that's that's kind of what they talk about with with spacex is just like it's just like a grinder it's just like, yeah. you throw people in there and it's like some survive most don't and it's just like there's just no mercy it's yeah that's what it, yeah that's what kind of what it sounds i mean for me i shit dude i struggle with pre-calculus so anything above that is it's, it's all rocket science to me but yeah that's what the book talked about it was like it was like that's how they're you know get their foot in the door that's how they're you know that's how they're competing with all these other you know multi-decade monolithic defense contractors you know boeing northrop grumman raytheon general atomics general dynamic whatever they all are uh bae that's the only way they can get in and sort of you know become a, a viable uh i guess provider you know of a ride to space but yeah it, the, the way they describe it is it comes at the cost of just of, of like <laughs> your, your sanity and, and potentially your physical health yeah yeah i um i don't know how my wife would feel if because i would um, a lot of their facilities are either in um hawthorne or cape canaveral yeah. and so if i'm all the way out on the west coast and i'm working 16 hours a day don't know how the missus would take that and i don't know if i want to chance it but yeah. <laughs> either way like i think I think your your SpaceX's and your uh, uh, Blue Origins are playing such an important role now, mm -hmm. and because what they allow you to do is it, it's like the railroad. The government originally um, they subsidized the creation of the railroad, mm -hmm. and then the private companies came in and found a way to really make a profit off of it, yeah. and that's the way that space is. So yeah. yeah. The government paves the way, and then now you have the private companies who will come in and create the industries and, and the technologies and everything else. And so I, everybody has a part. Mm -hmm. And especially um, one thing that I can say as someone who really likes space is that you can't it, – it's too harsh. Like you have to work together, Yeah. and everybody knows that. And so at the end of the day, it you can't succeed if you don't cooperate. Mm -hmm. And I really do – I really do think that you, you there shouldn't be one side or the other. Like some people are like, oh, well, SpaceX is this and NASA is just obsolete. And the truth is, no, everybody plays a part and we all win. Yeah, we all win if we all work together. Yeah. And I, we as collective because I'm technically not associated with NASA, so I can't say we and me NASA. Yeah, you can. Fuck, it. Fuck it. Who cares? You can say it. you're the uh, head oh, of NASA care. for all I give a shit. I don't care. <laughs> Oh, they care. They will find you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They, they blink <laughs> well, twice. Blink they, twice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's interesting because um, I think um, last year on my Twitter, I tweeted like, "Hey, I'm going back to NASA," and you know, I tweeted like a bit about my story, where it's like, "Yeah, four years ago, I was, you know, I dropped out of med school, and now I'm doing my second round at NASA," and it went semi-viral in that it got like a thousand likes and a hundred re retweets. And one of my mentors at NASA called me, who I know is not on Twitter, and she was like, hey, I didn't know you were coming back. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and oh. I was like, yeah, we saw your tweet. I was like, oh, oh shit. shit. You're, oh, God damn it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, dude, that, okay. So, yeah. Okay, so you don't speak for NASA. Let's establish that. I don't want them coming after no, me. I, yeah, I, I really make sure anytime, because, um, like, sometimes I'll, I'll talk about my experiences, but I have to put that in like very big letters. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm not. Yeah. I just gotta, I gotta cover my ass. Yeah. Like... No, dude, I, I really, I feel you entirely, dude. I've, yeah. Yeah. All right. But, but <clears throat> so in that, um, 
I know I know the primary interest was robotics, so I Oh dude, I, I, just, want, I just want someone to talk to. I don't give a shit, dude. We can do whatever. We can fucking talk about we can talk about fucking I don't know. Disney's Atlantis, man. I don't give a shit. <laughs> anything anything, dude. Yeah, man. But um and so while while that was going on, because again, you 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 and I are we're birds of a feather, overachievers, multiple interests. Um you can't you can't go through the pre-med grind and not be passionate about something yeah yeah um so with one thing that i'm really interested in is science outreach and okay. in particular i want to get students interested in science in a way that hasn't been done before because it used to be really easy um back in the like back when people were like yeah we're going to the moon i mean nothing else like exciting things had happened but nothing that unbelievable yeah. has happened yeah had happened at the time but now like since you have the internet and youtube and kids see everything like it's really hard to impress kids and get them just like oh my god this is freaking awesome yeah yeah and so the way I, the way i decided to do that was um that by building robots that you can drive with your brain um yeah <laughs> It's just, it's it's so nonchalant. Like, yeah. So I decided to build robots that you drive with your brain. It's just like, fucking come again. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So what happened was, um, it was actually I was taking a robotics class at Clemson, and it was like one of those, um, it's like one of those fun one credit hour classes where you just show up and you know don't be a dick and you get an A. And so. I, they give you like these Lego Mindstorm robots and you program them with MATLAB. Um, and, and one one day I happened to be reading on the internet that uh, somebody had taken, it was the Star Wars like MindFlex toy where basically it's like, you can use the force to lift the ball. And what it is, is it's an, it's an EEG headset that's reading your brain state. And so when you become really focused, the headset will send a signal to the fan and cut the fan on. And then as you start to lose focus, it will slowly ramp the fan down. And so that's how you control the height of the ball. And so what somebody had done is they took the headset and rewired it to pipe data into an Arduino, which then you could pipe out to your computer or whatever. And so the tutorial that I was originally following had somebody like, you they use their brain to cut a tv on because they linked it to like an ir transmitter or something and so what i did is i took that tutorial and then built upon it i had the data piping out from the headset into my computer which then the matlab program was reading the headset data and issuing commands to the robot and so about three years ago, I, I released a video and I was so impressed when it worked. It's just, I pressed the button to start the program and then all of a sudden I was just thinking really hard about things and the robot was moving. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, that's some, that's some goddamn like Zen Buddhism shit. Yeah. Dude. Keep talking, keep talking. No, cause I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep interrupting. So I, I, I'm, I'm sitting back to force myself to listen. So just keep, keep going, nope. keep going. Yeah, man. Um, and so I, I'm involved with the program at Clemson that uh, does a lot of science outreach. And so I went to the director and I said, Hey, look at this really cool thing that I made. Can I do it for, I, it was, I think it was Girl Scouts day or something like that. And she was like, yeah, sure. 
And so since then, I had just been doing these outreach events with the brain robots. I talk about how it works and how your brain works and the kids always get really excited. And over the years, people had told me like, yo, this is a really good idea. You should try to make something yeah. of this. Yeah. And, and my, my general rule is that if I hear the same thing multiple times from different people, I at least want to think about it. Yeah. And so after thinking about it, I said, okay, um, I, over the years I had become close with two of my classmates and they had been helping me run the workshops. And, um, one of my classmates is really business. He's just really business savvy. And so he's like, dude, we need to form a company and we need to like share this. And I was like, okay. And so as of, I, the beginning of this year, I officially, I have a company. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Dude, they, dude that's what led to this podcast is I had I had enough people over the years telling me like, Tommy, you can fucking talk to anyone. Like my best friend yeah. told me last no, last November, like a week before I started this, he's like, dude, you've been doing podcasts your whole life. You just haven't been recording it. And I was like, that's a good fucking point, dude. So yeah, but yeah, man, it's yeah, no, I get I get what you're saying. So now, how, what exactly is your company? What is it, or was it going to be like? It's what what. I'm I'm too stupid for robotics, but like what like what what, what are you gonna what are you gonna, I guess capitalize on literally and figuratively with with your your goddamn psychic robots. Um. So there's a couple directions we can go. Um. Right now, we're primarily marketing it as a brain exercise tool because you have to you have to put your brain in certain states to make the robot do certain things like. Now I have it programmed to where, and, and of course, like I went back, redesigned the robot, did it all on open source hardware. So like Arduinos, I, you know, not Legos. So basically I can claim that this is mine. Yeah. Um, and so you, we, we're marketing it. We are marketing it. And you know what I mean? As a, as a brain exercise tool, Okay. but one thing that we notice is that it's really, really good in, in these STEM outreach events. And so what we'll personally do is go to after school programs or different festivals and we'll demo it, we'll demo it for students. Mm -hmm. And then what we're hoping is that we can also set up uh, contracts with schools and programs where we can go in and demo the technology, show these students the science and engineering behind it and provide that 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 outreach service slash educational aspect mm -hmm. and just, just make it interesting for them yeah yeah because uh, like you said it's you know i mean relatively it was easier to to sort of get a generation excited about space when it was you know at the time it was almost kennedy's speech was it 62 about the moon and so what yeah, yeah. what kitty hawk was 1902 60 years yep. prior we just flew and now he's saying we're going to the fucking moon it and then they did it <laughs> like you know it's it, that's the other thing it's like and then they did it um yeah but i mean yeah you, that's that's again relatively that's an easy way to get everyone you know inspired it's sure we had the space shuttle and you could argue the international space station but yeah it's there's no there, you definitely don't get the same kick out of uh right. out of a rover like it's 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 insane it's cool like uh, or you know like the, you said uh landing on the comet 67p is that it yeah it yeah. you know it's that's it's only so cool i would say again in my completely uneducated opinion on this 
I would say maybe like the landing of the the Falcon, the Falcon, 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 Falcon Heavy, the the side boosters. Yeah. That like that. Yeah, I would say you know I would say they that was pretty like inspiring, but yeah, there's not there's there's no there's no like mass attractor. Right, and it it for me, I think it's because as time has gone on you you just have to up the ante and mm-hmm. you almost have to show people the magic that technology is yeah and i actually we just did a demo yesterday and of course like there wasn't there wasn't a hookup for our laptop so i didn't have slides so i couldn't read off of it so i was like okay fuck it, i'm gonna wing it and <laughs> fuck, so, do it live yeah, yeah fuck, fuck, do it live fuck, and do so it. i and one thing um this go this ties back to something uh, so my wife is actually she's in the process of starting her own personal brand for she's a teacher mm-hmm. and she works focuses on teacher self-care so she's reading all of these books and so by her reading all of these books i'm hearing about all these books by proxy and one of them is uh, it's called start with why and it talks about really successful brands and companies um they they're successful because a the why they're doing what they do matches their actual actions and b the the brands that have loyal following so think apple Mm -hmm. people don't buy apple because it's inherently better people buy apple because there's an emotion that apple invokes within them yes and so it's finding that emotion or finding that deep-seated desire and invoking that and that's what's going to make your your brand your your product your company whatever successful and so in thinking about that what this project or what what this product that i'm offering does is it satisfies that innate human desire to feel like a fucking superhero like (laughs) literally to be fucking goddamn doctor strange like you can exactly you move shit around it's yeah man that that yeah it's that's that seems like the sort of quantum leap you'd need you know go, right. go going to the moon like that's a huge one landing the rockets like falcon okay but it's still it's still not as like going to the moon like goddamn right. robot robotic telepathy yeah that's exactly. okay yeah i see where you're going and so and so with that like when i was talking to the students the thing that I said, because again, I'm just totally pulling this shit out of my ass, but I'm like, okay, when, what kind of superpowers do you want to have? And, you know, kids will say, like, I want to fly. I want to, one one kid was like, I want to shoot out fire. And I'm like, okay, fire, fire nation. Like, oh, yeah. don't, don't fuck that up for us. <laughs> but then, and then after they talked, I was like, well, you know, one superpower I've always wanted to have is to be able to control things with my mind. And then all of a sudden I brought out the robot and just started moving it. And all the kids were like, holy shit, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's, that, yeah, that's, I mean, I'm kind of like at a loss for words, but no, that makes I mean that's that's inspiring me, and I'm I'm 29 years old and and trying to make a podcast. I don't have anything to do with robotics, but yeah, it's it's you definitely have that inspirational level. It's right, yeah. And so and, and with it too, like I for me, this is 
I, I mean, yeah, the money would be nice if it came or like, of course it would be nice. I'm not going to say no yeah, because yeah, yeah. it would. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. for me, like, this is about, like, this is the culmination of my entire journey. Like, mm-hmm. I put my fucking soul yeah. into this project. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't care if it makes money, but if it inspires people, if it makes them think something different, if I... If one kid is like, holy shit, I need to pay attention in math class so that yeah. way I can learn to do all that, yeah. that stuff, robots, yeah. then I did my job and fuck it, we good. Yeah. Like, that, <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah. No, don't, dude. It's, but, I mean, in, in Space Barons, Bezos and Musk both talk about, like, growing up but being inspired by the space race. Like, there's two people, just two, but look what they're doing. They're, right, they're shifting yeah. the entire. They're literally shifting the potential outcome of humanity. Like, so it's it's not just some idyllic, romantic. Like, you know, I just want to inspire people. Like, no, like some crazy fucking shit can come from that. Right, and so I think I. And going back, I mean, I I, I don't. I'm not trying to speak badly about other disciplines. I think the world needs everything. We need artists. We need writers. We need we need a little bit of everything. Maybe mm. not as many lawyers because uh, <laughs> I mean I'm just I, uh, one of my roommates from college is finishing up law school now, so I give him shit all the time. But um, yeah, one of my best friends is a lawyer, and I'll, yeah, I, I shit on him too. Yeah, no, I got you. But you know, we're running into some really big problems, like. Whether you like it or not, global warming is happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overpopulation. Like it, yeah. Yeah. You know, those are challenges that are. That's a challenge that it's going to take a lot of brain power, and unfortunately, you're not going to. You need to be able to do math and science, and you need to be able to engineer the shit out of some things. Yeah. And so, with that, we're going to need people to do that, and when. The, by presenting this technology, whether whether or not it's exactly what they want to do, I just want to provide a different outlook on what math and science is and what you can do with it. Because to me, like, yeah, I yeah, I, I sat through differential equations and I didn't really care then, but when it was 2 a.m. and I'm trying to get my robot to work and all of a sudden I've got to write equations to describe the motion of it and I start seeing derivatives and integrals flying around, I'm like, oh, fuck, I really needed to pay attention in class. Yeah. And and so I remember that when I'm in class and like I'm checking out and I'm like, okay, I'm about to check out, but what if I need this later? Or even if I don't really need this, this this process of, you know, learning how to stay up and really work out some problems yeah say like that that's a skill like that's a patience and um actually i was talking about this to somebody yesterday but in this age where everything is instantaneous like everything is instantaneous except the problems that we're facing like there it's going to be a long tedious methodical process you're going to try you're going to fail you're going to have to try eight different things yeah and i feel like a good solid education in your STEM fields prepares you for that. Yeah. Because unless you're a genius, you're going to be up late. Yeah. You're going to be like knocking your head against the wall. Like how the fuck do I do this? But eventually you figure it out. Yeah. And there's a patience that you learn. And I really want to help pass that patience on to a generation where everything is instantaneous. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely, 
like you mean you know for a long time i looked at i looked back at college and, and i felt like i just threw it away because i'd spent all of it trying to get into a school that i'd end up not wanting to go to but <laughs> but yeah i mean and I, i'm yeah preaching to you but honestly i would <clears throat> i'd say i probably didn't realize that realize until starting this podcast eight weeks ago that like even though i'm not using literally anything that i learned in college the one thing i am learning is just or, or i'm falling back on is just the gruesome work ethic of just like but right, but, yeah. but a positive thing though like not just like you gotta you know grind till you're miserable but just like do it because like the end will come and like and you'll get the you'll get the gold at the end of the rainbow like yeah and it's it's if anything you need to kind of like we talked about earlier with goals it's you know anyone anyone can work hard when the goal is fresh in your mind you know it's oh i'm gonna i'm gonna be a doctor i want to be an astronaut like yeah anyone can go to the library the first day and study 10 hours what about the second day what about the fifth day what about the 27th day when all your friends are going out drinking and you got to do it again and again and again the only thing that keeps you going is there has to be a goal that's so fantastic that it you're like okay like i can't even see it right now but i know it's there and i know if i keep going in this direction i'll get there and for me and you it was med school for me now it's i mean like you said earlier with like robotics like sure it would be cool if this made a ton of money who the fuck's gonna say no to that my goal is to turn this something i like doing into enough money for rent like that's that's my goal but to me that's (laughs) that's the fantastic goal that's the and you're right you you know you're talking to a you know a kid and all they want to do is play video games like or you know go play tag or whatever you say like hey let's you know let's go to the moon like or we don't have that now but if you can show them fucking telepathic robots that's something that you're speaking their language it's like okay superhero like that's what i can be and that's what's gonna like that's what you like you said that's what's gonna keep you going till excuse me till 2 a.m like that's that's what's gonna yeah i think you just there has to be some i keep saying it but yeah there has to be some fantastic goal i mean like awesome like two words like awesome like it needs to inspire awe and right that's what has to get you into it like yeah i mean that's beautiful that's yeah fuck yeah man You're, you're goddamn tony stark (laughs) <laughs> yeah man you know that was the goal like <laughs> that was that was the goal um and honestly as much as as much as i complained about the the path that i've taken and i still complain now as a matter of fact i was complaining about it this morning because like of course i'm in school again and i'm broke and i'm like oh my god what am i doing yeah the, but the goal the goal it's you don't have the same you saw Iron Man the first time or you're driving home and looking at the stars. That's what I was talking about. It's easy when it's fresh and crisp and sexy fresh. and it's right there. But, you know, when you're a freshman in college again and you've already done this, yeah, that's where you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what the fuck Or am I you doing? failed, in my case, you failed differential equations and you're like, the fuck am I doing? Yeah, you fa- like, yeah. I, I failed three classes and I... You know, I, I've failed so much throughout the way, but every failure just it it because I, I love what I do and because I understand the implications of what I'm trying to do, 
every failure is like, it's just a lesson. And yeah. even if we're going to go back to this theme of the space program, as much as we don't like the, the big failures, whether it's Apollo 1, um, Challenger, or Columbia, you we really, really learned some shit from those failures. Like, mm-hmm. And so it, it's one of those things where you, you just I, – I complain about the journey all the time. I'm annoyed about it all the time, but I don't think it could have played out any other way. Yeah. And even just – if it's just a, well, I have enough of a biological background to understand the brain and I have enough of an engineering background to build robots and – I have a weird kooky path that allows me to combine the two and know what I'm talking about, then yeah. so be it. Yeah. So it's a uh, dude, it's man, it, it's been a wild ride. And I, I remember when I was younger saying like, I don't want to have, I don't want to have a boring life. And yeah, there are times where I feel bored, but when I look back on the body of work, that is yeah. the last six years of my life, it's been pretty. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, that's, you know, whenever I get, it's the same thing, whenever I get, you know, down, and I'm like, the fuck am I doing, you know, you get online, and you see all your, every, it seems everyone, you know, has all their shit together, and you're just like, what the fuck am I doing, you know, one thing I do have is, you know, it, I can, like, every night I can lay down, and I'm like, like, I'm, I'm fucking doing it, like, I'm, I'm going for it, and it's, it's maniacally depressing and anxiety inducing, but yeah, it's at the end of the day, you just lay down and you're like, I'm fucking like, I'm like, I'm not laying down thinking like, what if, you know, to me, that's worse. That's to me, that's yeah. death. That's, that's worse than death. Going to bed every night going, what if I took a shot at a podcast or what if I took a shot at robotics? Like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, have, have have so with your medical background is there any is, is there i don't know how to word this using remote controlled robots to do medical procedures in space or on mars is that is that like a a thing is that or is that just some stupid sci-fi that i'm conjuring up I don't know. I know that there's teleoperated robotics, which we do mm-hmm. we do here mm-hmm. right now. Um, I don't know if they would want to do that from space, but I, I'm just going to say I don't know. Like I, I don't want to say anything that's inaccurate, mm-hmm. but that'd be cool if it was. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, no, I was thinking like, you know, let's say we have a Mars colony. Sure, you're going to probably, you know, at least one person's going to have to be a physician, but it would it would almost be easy it's like it's easier to send a 3d printer and then and then just upload whatever schematics it needs and it can form as opposed to bringing a million different things it almost seems like it makes sense to like send a surgical robot but then be able to from earth you know have a endocrinologist or have a neurosurgeon or have a cardiothoracic surgeon or have whatever a dermatologist as opposed to having to bring one each one to Mars. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Um, there are some technical challenges with that because you light. have to think about the uh, signal latency. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 
you're you're on about from Earth to Mars. It's going to be about a fifteen to thirty minute delay, depending on orbit. Yeah, he can't. So I mean, if you slice an artery or something, you can't. Fifteen minutes later, you get the next image, and the person's just fucking bled out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, all right. It's like oh, they've been dead for they've been dead for ten minutes now. Yeah. Oh like, shit! Like oh shit! But I've been putting in ten minutes of input. So you've just been slicing and dicing this fucking corpse. It's like a fucking horror movie. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, anything's possible. I, I, I think that there, I wouldn't be surprised that that's been proposed. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was, um, it, if that's been talked about. But <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking like, oh my God. Well, I, I guess if they send like, if you have a constant data stream, like what we have, it, it would just be on a delay. So you'd be seeing things in real time. It would just be like yeah. 15 minutes ago. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know, man. That's a, that's an interesting question. I think you'd, fuck, I think you'd just have to, maybe you'd have your, your on-planet physician over watching over and they could... I don't know, maybe they would be a general surgeon, have, like, a general idea of, like, how to stop bleeding or something. And so, like, mm-hmm. if something's happening and there's a 15-minute delay, it's, I mean, it's it's real time for the surgeon, but it's happening 15 minutes prior. I don't know, maybe, like, they would be able to shut down the robot or something as opposed to waiting 15 minutes. But, yeah, I don't know. What about, um... What about... And this is probably going way beyond the scope of either of our of our intellectual capabilities. What about like electron entanglement, like instantaneous entanglement? Like I I've heard about that. Um, I would be really interested to see if that how that holds. Um, because if that does, if that is a thing, you're talking. That's a game changer. Because yeah. now you can spread because if i recall you can spread the electrons across an infinite, infinite distance yeah mm-hmm. and they will they will wiggle with each other so now no calm delay whatsoever yeah that's going to be a beautiful thing yeah but now if they had if you had that then hell yeah we'd have all kinds of things on you would have people that would like be in ubers here on earth just picking up astronauts on mars like from like a game station in their car or something Jeez. Maybe something ridiculous like that Fuck, dude. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to keep up with you, but the, the the this is like the scope of this conversation is is so above my, like my understanding. I'm trying to no, man, I, no, I, it's it, dude. It, you no, no, it's all good, man. You you are doing awesome at this. I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to you know yeah I'm trying to entertain or not entertain. I'm trying to have good questions, but like I. Yeah, it's this is all this is all goddamn black magic to me. So, right. So, so, what 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 is most interesting to you? What what is what have I not asked that you want to touch on? Because like I just I don't I don't know this, and it's I don't I I feel like I'm I don't want to be like asking you like ABC questions like you no know man ask ask away like um ask what you feel like honestly and. I, look, I deal with kids. I, I, I have been asked every question okay. that you can possibly think of, and okay. some. Okay. Um, so what's 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 the immediate future for you with your company? 
Um, so we are, we're currently demoing, we're trying to set up a list of clients. Um, we're actually working with a local school in the Greenville area. Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to help out their science program and they're going to help us refine our robots. And so they're going to give us everything from actual real user data that we can track to say like, Hey, does this robot actually help them pay attention better or pay attention more? And they're, then they're going to give us things like, oh, well, do you like the shape of this robot? Do you like the colors? that? Because now I have them changing colors, too. It's pretty sweet. Jesus uh, Christ, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm very proud of that one. It, it took a long time to figure, like, to work it out. Is that, is it that, was, so <clears throat> it's not just like, it's not just like, you know, different color shoes or different color Legos or something. You're, they change colors, like, in real time. Uh, so I have um, I have these LEDs, and the LEDs can um, they can be multiple colors. And so when the robot when you become focused, or how about this? When you connect to the robot, it will stay green to show that you're connected. As you become more focused, it will turn a reddish color. So it'll actually go from like green to yellow to orange to like a very bright red. The more focused you are, and it'll start moving in one direction. And then as you become more relaxed, it will shift and go blue. And I just have the LEDs. I'm, I'm just changing the signal that you send the LEDs every time you're, once your brain hits a certain um, a certain threshold. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Do you, I mean, you could use that. Have you thought about marketing that, marketing that towards like, uh, like anxiety? Like, you know. Yes. So that's, um, we're, we're trying to be very careful because they're uh, without a real study to back it up that you can get into some trouble. Yeah. But we, we were thinking about anxiety. We were thinking about ADHD, um, using it. We, we want to establish it as an exercise tool, but if we can get a study that shows it as a therapeutic tool, Oh, that's a game changer. Yeah. Well, I mean, even someone like myself, I, you know, I meditate for a half hour every day, not because it's, you know, not because of some inner soul searching, but because it, it just keeps anxiety at bay. Like, I'm going to meditate after this. Like, it, and it's, you know, right now the only really method there is, is, is counting your breaths, you know, inhalation, exhalation, because the longer you're like conscious for them, like, if you just start counting, when you first start, you know, it'll be one, okay, two, and then three, and then your mind starts to go, and but you'll keep counting, is what I found. So you'll come back and you'll be like thirteen, and you, oh, how did I get to thirteen over? But you know, be like the last, be like the last one I remember is three, and then you okay, well I thought about I have to wash my car. You're like okay, fourteen, fifteen, and then you're off again. You come back and it's twenty-seven. 28 but what i'm getting to is i found when i do that when i i'll start to get to you know whatever say 80 Mm -hmm. and i'll start to 81 82 but i'll i'll stay there for much longer i'll be conscious for 83 80 you know you'll go 50 numbers and then you'll you'll mind your mind will slip a little bit you'll come back but you get going for these longer and longer intervals and i mean dude the I would say when you do it correctly, it, it, it rivals, 
an anxiolytic, like like Valium or Xanax. It, I swear to oh. God, you can feel all your muscles just, ooh. and like now I'm saying this as someone with like severe anxiety, like, and who's who's been on anxiolytics before, like it, it's on par with that. But it's it's so hard because it's there's no real way to tell if you're doing it correctly, really aside from counting. But I I don't know. It's so. I feel like with what you're saying is like, I don't know. I'm just thinking of something that like, because like your 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 brain gives off like different waves through different levels of activity, right? So you got like what you yeah. got al- I don't even is it theta, alpha? I don't even know what the hell they yes, are. Yes, alpha, beta. Yeah, yeah. You okay. look, man. You yeah. know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, one of them is whatever is like you're more like they when they do fMRIs of like monks in Tibet. They find that they they can you know go to that mindset. They can literally <laughs> scientifically like quantitatively look at it, not just like oh he's at peace. Like no, we're fucking looking at the screen. He's you know he's you know <laughs> like, we have data. He is at goddamn peace. Like it's but they if you could bring that to you know to the layman like me, where I don't need a team of doctors, you know watching my brain waves and i also don't need to go you know go on a hiatus to to the far east and and you know go to some mountaintop and and try to you know find the inner self the brahmin you know oh yeah yeah like like i don't have that time like you know i like to meditate in the morning and then finish and hop on the podcast i don't i don't have to i don't you know so i'm just thinking if you could have something that well, I don't know because I do it with my eyes closed. But if you so you're using colors, I don't know. Maybe if you had like a, a vibration feedback or something, or oh yeah, yeah you're like, sitting dude, on like I a make that. yeah, or if you're sitting on like a yeah. you know like a pad or something, and it you could have heating or cool or anything that's like a slight feedback of when <laughs> you're getting closer to what what what's what's the calm what's the what's the calm wave. Um, I believe so. The meditation wave I've been looking at is alpha. Okay. There, um, so there may be other ones, but when the Neuroscout, the company that I get the headset from, they say it's alpha. So, okay. I, so I, I take their word for so it. So let's just call it alpha. It's, yeah, if you could have, or even if you just had a gradient of, you know, normal, chaotic, uh, human conditioned mind fuck what am i doing what am i doing god damn it i'm getting old i don't know what i'm doing you know you know the mindset if you could go yeah. from if that could be your baseline and i don't know maybe you just have it like like vibrating or something or whatever a, a, a pad that's heat or hot or something and then as you get closer and closer it starts to slow down and then yeah yeah and dude then, that's yeah. awesome yeah well and then as you and as you come back as opposed to supposed to 74 75 oh, yeah, man that was so weird in college i used to have 81 fuck god damn it instead of that where that's your feedback <laughs> shit what if you just had what if you just had something that you know you start to go and it's just you wouldn't want to have you wouldn't want it to be like a a pulse you wouldn't want something because that's that's too interruptive that might throw you out of the meditative state entirely you'd want it to be like a very slow like 
So you know, you'd be sitting there, and you'd be your mind would be wandering. Oh yeah, remember that guy I used to study with in biochemistry? Like, oh yeah, his girlfriend was hot, or you know. But and then, but then all of a sudden, it'd be it'd be, and it would be, oh, but instead of having to wait until you get to that weird thought, and all of a sudden it's ninety-one. Fuck, how did I get to ninety-one? You could, you could, you could, you could kill that before it even started. Or right after it starts, as soon right. as you start to slide, 81, 82, I haven't had applesauce in for like, that's what it would be. Like, dude, you could, I mean, you could really, shit, man. How many charlatans make money off, like, bullshit, like, spiritual self-help shit? Like, you know, <laughs> you gotta, you know, be the lion or, you know, whatever. Just all that, oh, you know, those, those, those motivational shit you see on Instagram, which is like, what the fuck is this? You know, a lion, a, a, yeah. Dude, you could actually do that. You could make a legitimate, you know. But yeah, like I, I don't think that would be too. Co- I'm talking out my ass, but I. No, no, no. Like, dude, I, I'm taking mental notes, and okay. I, I'm about to go back to my boys and be like, "Yo, okay, well, yo, so, yo, so, just, hey, just so you know, you just just give me five percent, all right? Just you know, write me in, write me in. No, but dude, you. I'll be your PR. I'll use the podcast for PR. But exactly. But dude, it it absolutely could work though. It, it could. That that is actually like that's a really good idea. And we were so we were originally looking at the focus aspects of it. And in the back of my mind, I know we had the the meditative aspects too. And so that's a we we have actually come up with a bunch of ideas and we have them in a list of, okay, once if slash when we really take off, we're mm-hmm. going to do like every big company does. And we're about to get into a little bit of everything. And yeah. that's dude, like, that'd be incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, we also talked about doing video games with your, your mind. Oh Jesus. Like say, uh, the, the idea that I had is, um, say you're like, you're in a VR program. And so you've got the goggles or, Hell, even AR, which AR is probably better because VR is, eh. but anyways, so say you're like you and your friend, it, it could be like Dragon Ball Z where you yeah. have to sit there and uh, put your mind one way to do the Kamehameha yeah, and yeah. send it out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You could absolutely do that. That would that... see, I'm looking at it from like someone with like an addictive personality. I would never stop playing video games. <laughs> that would, would never, I would never stop, man. That's. Dude, I sold my Xbox last fall because I was like, this is all I'm fucking doing. And, <laughs> no, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, but there, there's just so many different directions. And we uh, we actually did experiment with software. I Because, um, again, um, my first summer at NASA, I got really good at programming like in Unity, which is a game engine. And so we wrote um, Pong, and you were controlling your paddle with your brain. Jesus Christ. And so that that had a little bit of um, latency issues that we're still working on. And it's a project that we said, okay, we can do it. And we have it in the back of our toolbox. And that's a that's definitely a when we we want to explore that. But at, not but but however, at this time, like the the robots are just like for kids especially like mm-hmm. that's what's doing it like the kids were they were cool with the pong like the pong i think is cool with the adults or like yeah. gamers who are like oh dude this is awesome i can yeah. control yeah. things with my but for the kids um seeing the robots moving them uh we do different things like we have the kids race the robots up and down the floor 
Uh, we'll have kids. What we just recently did is they, we did like a robot wrestling where we place all the robots on a table. We tell the kids to knock the other team, oh, knock geez. the other people's robots off. Oh, jeez. So, but yeah, man, the, the, the potential, the, the potential is almost endless. And there's so many things that we want to delve into. And I just, I, it's just really exciting. Like yeah. it's, it's almost, it's hard for me to pay attention in class now. Cause I'm trying to finish up my degree and yeah. I'm like, uh, I mean, I can see it. It's, it's bursting at the seams. It's, no, but dude, it. I mean, I'm I'm sorry if my mind's transfixed on it, but I'm just thinking about the meditation thing because that's. I mean, yeah. I mean, how many people are are hooked on Xanax or clonazepam or or not even, exactly. they, but they gotta you know they gotta smoke a blunt every night or you know watch porn or eat fast food anything to distract your mind because I mean, you know, at its base, a lot of these things we all do is to you know get away from anxieties or get away from right. things you don't want to address inside i mean what what the fuck is reddit get on there <laughs> you know it's like if you're seeing the meme it's like it's like my parents like why do you scroll me why do you like look at memes all day and the next thing is like it's just like the kid looking at the camera and he's like so i don't have to address my inner thoughts but it's it's true like what the fuck are we you know like all the you know all the millennial uh memes you know everything you know me in real life it's all but i mean at the core like it is you know it's all about how do i escape how do i get away how do i you know it's we would like yeah it's we can constantly bombard ourselves and you know it's it's hard to sell meditation because unlike the moon or making a podcast or robotics you can't really show the end goal to people like you have to meditate to, to get to that point and once you find that peace then you're forever remembering it and like okay i can get there naturally but it's very difficult like because you do you know what i'm saying like you have to be there to see it so it's hard to right, sell yeah. that to people well you know if you could i mean the language that our generation speaks isn't like okay you need to go out into a field and sit under the sun and, and count to no if you could say hey strap on this headband and when you get to the blue light that's peace <laughs> well there you fucking go dude that's i mean yeah there's i mean there's there's an app worth tens of millions of dollars headspace and i've used it before it's a shitty app but it's all about it's about like how to meditate dude if you could yeah 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 if you could if i don't want to shit on it i just didn't like it um but dude if you could have like if you just had something as simple as, you know, here's a headband and, you know, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe you've got a watch or something and it's, it, as it vibrates less, you're going towards peace. And as you're slipping away, it brings you back. Right. I don't have any money, but I would fucking buy that right now. Like, like <laughs> that's, that's what, yeah, man, that's, but I mean, if you want to talk about inspiring people, like shit, man, that's how you'd inspire people you know my age is you know as kids like yeah you can show the robots and stuff fighting and changing colors and like that's badass but you know if you want to reach people like my age that's for at least for me that wouldn't work as much versus if you could say hey here's you know why don't you uh, put your demons to rest for just 20 minutes right yeah you've got my you've got my undivided attention like that's 
<laughs> that's how you segue into goddamn Mars surgeons. It's again easy for me to say all this because I have no idea what I'm talking about, but yeah. But it, honestly, like again, you, you people like you are why things are successful because I you're going to provide a perspective that me and my team we're going to miss. And, and so because we're so we're in it and we're creating it, yeah. but when we hear what we're creating, when we hear what we're designing to, that that makes it infinitely easier instead of us trying to guess or us. Sure. Because um, sure. one thing I think a lot of new technologies run into is we make it and then nobody knows how to use it for a little while. So it kind of gets, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the computer was like that, if I recall, where they made it and nobody knew what to do with it. And it took a long time before it became well, what it was. The, and it was a lot of people saying, well, hey, I needed to do this. Can yeah. you make it do this? Well, yeah, sure. Wasn't that Steve Jobs' whole like vision? Is he wanted yeah. why he wanted to bring this super complex thing that you used to have to take computer courses in college. You had to learn punch cards and fucking vacuum tubes. And he was like, "No, like I want the layman to be able to just punch some keys and you know the user interface yeah. be that easy." Yeah, I mean that's yeah, shit. And so yeah, like honestly, man, you. I might be I might be hitting you up and be like, yo, so five uh, percent royalties is that what we talk? Fuck yeah, man! I'll sign on to that, dude. Um, <laughs> we're coming up on almost an hour and a half. Um, in all seriousness, do you want to do another episode? Yes. Um, let yeah, we might be playing schedule tag for a little while. That's that, um, that's fine. Um, no, dude, I would love to do one. So I, I I did an episode earlier today. Whenever I do a second one, it's you're you know, you're never getting the best, you know, my brain's already a little bit fried. It's <laughs> no, but dude, I, for real, I would, I would love to do like a, a first one of the day and just fucking tackle this shit for like three hours. Yeah, it's, man. Yeah. Let's do it. Fuck. Yeah, dude. I, I told you I'd only keep you for an hour. It's been an hour and a half, but dude, yes, let's do it. Man. Time I'm, flies when you're having fun, bro. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, um, dude, it, it's it's so nice to to meet someone else who who who's not at or maybe I don't know maybe you're just equally as fucking crazy and we're when we're convincing each other our insanity is normal, but yeah, it's it's, it's it's yeah, dude, you're crazier than me, man. You actually went and did a year of it and then and then bailed. I, I said fuck it from the beginning. You're you're, you're oh, see, crazier I wish than I'd me. Done that. Cause, dude, like I had to pay for that. Yeah, shit. I know. Like, that's what I'm thinking. You had to fucking pay it. That's a fucking mortgage. So I need this company to work out so I can pay off my goddamn student loans. <laughs> well, dude, that's what dude, my uncle's a doctor. I remember him telling me he was like, "Find out now whether or not you have cold feet." And I was like, "Why?" He's like, "Cause you don't can't just do a year of it." He was like, "The only way you can pay off student or medical, the only way you can pay off uh, loans becoming a doctor is by becoming a doctor. It's the only way you can pay yeah. that shit off. You can't pay that shit off with a, a regular job." So yeah, man, I I feel better talking to you. I'm like, all right. All right, all right. You did the right thing. Yeah. Like, so in the future, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, man. Look, like honestly, when I read that comment, I was like, "Oh, I fucks with him." Like, I, I haven't even met him, and I fucks fuck, with him. Fuck yeah. Fuck dude, yeah. We, dude, as soon as I read that, I was like, "Dude." All right. I never, and I remember complaining to my wife, like, "Yo, there is not a person. Nobody else like does this." No and one she's does like, this. Yeah, there's somebody else. Like, you got me, I'm, dude. I'm not. Up. I'm not sure if there's a third though. <laughs> I, I'm really, seriously like I I don't know if there's 
because it's like what we talked about. You either dip your toes in and you got debt, or it's just the whole pressure of like, I worked so hard to get in. What's everyone going to say? Right. Yeah. 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 You and I, yeah, I don't know. It might almost be, it might almost be bad if, if this podcast succeeds and your robotic company succeeds. Cause I feel like it's not a good, I feel like we don't want to start a trend of people dropping out of medical. Like, no, 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 we need doctors. Like, you know, it's not, (laughs) this isn't a solid trend. Like, Hey, they did it. Like, no, 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 this is a bad idea. Like, because stay with, be a doctor. Don't do it. Don't do it. But yeah, and like I, I, I tell people, and I'm very candid. I'm like, don't do what I did. This shit fucking sucks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it sounds like an epic story, but this shit sucks. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's dude. I, I like you know when I have friends and you know much younger than me in college, and they're like, well, you know, you got in, you decided not to, and I tell them, and I'm like, hey, that that's my story. I'm like, if, if this isn't what you want. Do, do nursing school or be a physician's assistant or go to pharmacy right, school. Yeah. I'm like, don't fucking do what I did. Like, hey, epic story. And if this podcast works out, if your robotics company works out, the story will be that much sexier. But while we're in it, like, hey, don't do it. <laughs> don't oh, do no, it. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like meth, not even once. It's like, no, just don't, don't fucking, don't do it. Like, no, you're going to no, be no. a doctor or don't. Just, dude. Yeah. And that, like, honestly, that's what I tell people. I'm like, I, I don't discourage people from doing medicine. I'm like, just make sure you really want to yes. do it because when you are in it, you are in it. Yeah. Like, holy yeah. shit, you are in it. Yeah. And, but I will say like, there are, I can see why I got to that conclusion. Like I could see, cause there was a time where I was like, yeah, I think I want to be a surgeon. And like when I'm sitting there and I'm trying to solder a teeny tiny ass resistor on a board and I can't slip, but like this far and yeah. I'm just really focused. And I'm like talking to my friends. Like I can see the aspects of that surgeon yeah. coming out of me Yeah. where I'm like, okay, ask me that. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to go with this gauge wire because blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Here's this, here's this, here's this. We're going to desolder this, put it there. Go. And yeah. I like, I could see, and, and I was with uh, one of my business partners and we were building up a robot and I was doing that and he was like okay Dr. Shepard I was like shut the fuck oh, up fuck bro. you dude fuck you you goddamn right I'm a doctor yeah dude, yeah, I, yeah. dude I still have my I, mean, I still have my pamphlet from when I went to uh, uh, fall 2013 when I went to Miami uh, USC Keck in Los Angeles and Tulane I've kept my little pamphlets and, and, and name tags and if, yeah. like, people are always like, why do you keep that? I'm like, because this is the only goddamn proof I have that I got in. And I didn't go on to become an MD, but goddamn it, I tried really hard and I got in. So, like, yeah, I, I, I always bring it up. I'm like, hey, like, I get defensive about it. I'm like, I'm not fucking stupid. I got into med school. And they're like, all right, man. Yeah, you're, you're, you're smart enough yeah. to get in, dumb enough to not finish. Like, goddamn it. Let's see, do I still have anything? Uh, no, I, I think I... I don't know what I did with my white coat. I think I gave it away or I returned it or something because it, it's not doing any good to me. And then I gave away like my stethoscope, my suture kit. Like, uh, actually, I'm trying to think, do I have anything from there? No, just, just the memories. And I mean, they weren't all bad, yeah. but I just, it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. And I, but Ironically, so we were talking about using the robots in a, in a clinical setting. One of my really good friends from when I was in med school, she's doing neurology up at Wake Forest right now. And she was like, hey, 
I I want to do a study with this. And yeah. so we're trying to work out the details of that now. So it's like maybe I went to med school just to meet her. Just to – And like – Yeah. Yeah, man. I and, get I mean, like, when I met her, she was, like, I couldn't stand her at first, but then she became, like, a little sister to me. So, yeah. like, she would always hang out with my wife and I. Like, one time, um, one time I, her and my wife got sick, and so I was up taking care of both of them at, like, 3 in the morning. So that that kind of thing. And, like, yeah. just I wouldn't be surprised if if that's how it played out, where it's, like, damn, if I hadn't gone to med school, I wouldn't have met you. Because, like, to be honest, like, I again, it's not about the money, but if there is a clinical implicate or are there any clinical implications to this technology? Fuck yeah! I I'm gonna have yeah. to lawyer up really quick. Yeah, and goddamn right. So with that, like honestly, like who knows? And it, it at this point, I I just I'm here for the ride, and I'm just trying to make good things happen. Fuck yeah, man! Well, dude, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, man. This was just, this was, this was setting the court. This was setting the uh, stage. Let's definitely do another one and let's, yeah, definitely. I'll text you after this. Let's, uh, let's find a day that we can just jump on in this, get a, get a workout and then just jump right into it. Cause yeah, it's, yeah, it's second podcast. My brain's never as fresh. So you're not, yeah, you're, yeah. Not, you're not getting, you're not getting full brain power, but <laughs> fuck yeah, man. Aaron, yeah, man, definitely. thank you very much for doing it. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. Like, dude, it's always like I, I love meeting new people, and I, of course, if you can, I love to talk. So, yeah, 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 dude, that's why I started it. That's literally why I started this because I love fucking talking to people. Maybe I just love hearing my voice, but either way, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing it. Yeah, man. Listen, I, now one thing is I can't stand the sound of my own voice. So me um, neither. That's I, why I don't watch any of my own episodes. No, um, I. Like, I will share this left, right, up, and down, but I probably will not watch it. I don't watch any like, of them. I don't watch any of them. I can't fucking stand listening to my. I listen, and I'm like, who's that fucking dumbass? Like, yeah, exactly. I, I I'm hate like, listening to my. What is this talking Yeah, yeah I, dude, I, I, I cringe when I check check my channel to see like subscribers, and I accidentally click one of the videos, and it's me like, yeah, man, I don't know. And I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I'm such like, a piece of shit. I hate me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Nah, but uh, what was it? I so we we can definitely talk about this next time. But I ended up um, about a year ago. I actually did a TEDx talk, and so that's really cool. Oh, and that's an it's an amazing experience. Save, save, don't go into that. Save that for the next one. I don't don't yeah. don't even don't even. I don't want to. I don't want to half-ass it. Yeah, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like I still haven't watched that talk all the uh, way because I don't like the way I sound. So I'm sitting here like people are like, "Yeah, did you watch it?" I'm like, "No, I was no, no, I, I fucking, fucking hate gave it. it. I don't need to watch it. I know what I said." What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, man, <laughs> that was me. Yeah, and it was like the reality is I just don't I don't like the way I sound on camera at dude, all. Like, dude, so. I get it entirely. Hey, man, I I get it entirely. I'm not gonna watch this. I don't. Fuck, I'm gonna. I, I do it. I edit it, and when I when it starts like processing, I just leave the room. I'm like, I can't listen to it. I can't fucking listen. I'm not kidding. I I leave the room. I fucking no, I get it going and I leave the and I leave the goddamn room because I, I can't listen to it. I can't listen to my dumbass voice and I do it at night so I can go to sleep and not like I I put a fan next to it so it drowns out the noise, dude. Like I'm not, I'm not bullshitting you. I'm I'm not just preaching like I hate this shit. I'm I'm glad we're on the same page. <sighs> Yeah, man, we're definitely we're definitely gonna have to find a day where we can go like 
where you go a long round like Let's three hours all in. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck, yeah I've, I've done two that were like two and a half hours and they were a fucking blast. It's just like I said, it's like for like for you know special cases where it's like a podcast I really want to do. I'm not shitting on other guests, but like you, you know, like I can't, you know, I can't do it till after five thirty. I was like, all right, I'm like, I have to do this. Like, but normally, dude, all my other ones, I do it like eleven in the morning, latest noon, because my brain's just not firing. Like, um, it's as the yeah, day, yeah, as yeah. the day goes on. I mean, dude, I get up at like five, six, go to the gym. Like by like two p.m., my brain's already like half, you know, half yeah, speed. It's, yeah. I, I can barely talk right now. So that's why I want to have you on, so we can go full, we can go goddamn Tony Stark and Bruce Banner. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Fuck yeah, brother. <laughs> Let's All right, go, dude. Man. Thank you very much for coming on. I'll send you a link when this shit's uploaded, and uh, I'll text you. Let's get another one going, dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And when you send me the link, I won't listen to it, but I will share it with all my friends. And yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll try to put my podcast out there. Fuck for yeah, you. or dude. your podcast. Fuck. Yeah, your podcast. Bro. I'll give you. I'll give you a piece. <laughs> all right, dude. Thank you very right, much. Man. Take it easy. All right, see you. Peace, Peace bro.